MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to episode 189 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Faith the Public Friday, everyone. We have a ton to get to today, guys. We have uh, three big college football games that we're going to break down. We're talking Minnesota, Maryland, East Carolina, Tulsa, Hawaii, Wyoming. We'll also do a big rundown getting ready for this weekend. Tons of college football games with sharp line moves that we'll hit on. I'll also, of course, break down the NFL slate for this upcoming weekend. I want to remind everyone, uh, if you have no plans, if you got nothing to do, or if you make it a priority, tune into the Lombardi line this weekend. From 10 a.m. Eastern time up until noon, Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher, and myself once again will be breaking down the board live uh, on Nesson, streamed live on Marquee, as well as VEASAN.com. And remember, we have the uh, the free VEASAN watch um, program right now where you can tune into VEASAN.com and watch all of our programs for free. And we have such a great list. Uh, so many good shows every single day. Start the day off with Follow the Money with Mitch and Pauly, a numbers game with Gil Alexander, Lombardi Line, The Edge with JVT, Betting Cross America with Mike Pritchard and James Salinas, My Guys in the Desert um, with Matty Humans, Daniel Alivari, uh, Scott Gellin, and Aaron Rinning will be on today. Rush Hour with Danny Burke, 
uh, which I was on last night, and primetime action with Gil, Matt, and Danielle uh, to end the night. So such a great uh, programming list we have here. And I got to tell you what, guys, I, uh, I crossed something off my bucket list last night. I went on uh, Rush Hour with Danny Burke. I love my guy, Danny Burke. He uh, He's live from the Rivers Casino in Des Plaines, Illinois. But guess who went on before me, or guess who I uh, went on after? The legend, Brent Musburger. So it was, it was just crazy. You know, I've been on so many spots, and I love VEASAN, and you know, nothing really phases you. It's just kind of, uh, you know, it's just kind of part of the job. But um, there's a tweet, uh, Brent Musburger first, then me next. And it was like, man, I'm going after the legend, Brent Musburger. So it was pretty awesome. I can now uh, cross off my, my bucket list that I uh, that I batted clean up for Brent Musburger. So uh, both of us liked uh, Atlanta last night. So uh, remember, we have such a great, uh, you know, great content and great amount of information to help you cash bets. Right now we have a 10-day uh, risk-free trial. Uh, so if you tune in, you know, you can sign up vison.com slash subscribe. Get all the programming. Uh, you will also get every point spread weekly. We have another huge weekend of football. And in this week's point spread weekly, we have power ratings, best bets, breakdowns, everything you're going to need. Maddie Humans, Dave Tooley, Bruce Marshall, the whole team. Uh, also Wes Reynolds, uh, big golf tournament coming up here. Wes is awesome at golf if you bet golf. I don't talk about it too much just because I focus on the major sports, but if you like betting golf, Wes is great in Pointsford Weekly. And, of course, uh, a little biting out of the left corner, uh, weighing in at 220 pounds, standing 5 foot 11. Um, I don't know who that is. I made that up. But biting uh, this Saturday, another big bout, uh, another another day of fights, and we have um, our guy Gamble and Blue with a great article here. Uh, once again, Gamble and Blue crushes it with UFC picks, so that's also in Pointsford Weekly. So you'll get uh, every points for weekly, every betting guide, every exclusive content we provide, um, our live odds, as well as the afternoon best bet email, getting you all the best bet picks from all the guests and hosts. So that's all included in the membership. So sign up now, uh, 10 days for free. See if you like it. You can go monthly. You can go yearly. You can do the special here. It will take you to the Super Bowl for $130. So um, really, really want to mention that as always. Uh, of course, sign up for the newsletter, beeson.com slash newsletter. And, uh, and make sure you follow on Twitter at VEASAN Live. You can also find me at Josh underscore Insights. But before we get off uh, to our, 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 our college and NFL breakdown here for the weekend, I just got one question for you. How about them dirty birds? Atlanta Falcons, baby, last night came up absolutely massive for the team. Uh, that was a blueprint play for us guys. Uh, not only did the Falcons uh, win, uh, not only did they cover and win outright, it got a little dicey there at the end. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, uh, Falcons have, I have blown so many leads where win probability is like 99% in the last two minutes, and they find a way to uh, to cash that 1% and blow it. Um, and it got a little dicey at the end, uh, but it was a huge hit there with Atlanta uh, covering, winning outright, as well as hitting the under there. So uh, I got some stats for you. And I think what's important here, talking about Atlanta last night, is we diagnosed that game perfectly. We, we were sharp as attack when it came to that one. Uh, number one, uh, the first thing you look at is, and this should be something you guys think about and, and hopefully – listening to the Market Insights pod. Um, you know, I appreciate you guys tuning in every single day and you hear me talk about it all the time. But when you're betting, uh, any game that you see, the first thing you should ask yourself is, is it a divisional game? A divisional game means your uh, two teams are in the same division. Uh, a divisional opponent is playing a fellow divisional opponent. And we always remember that anytime you have a divisional game, it always provides already, uh, without even looking at where is the public, where the line of any of that, it automatically uh, provides an edge here to the divisional dog because in the division uh, you play each other twice a year a lot of teams are built uh, you know drafting your players you know creating your roster um, you know 
tweaking your personnel. It's all based on winning your division. So uh, the fact that you have teams in the division playing each other twice a year, all that built-in familiarity, knowing the opponent, um, knowing the stadium, knowing the coaching staff, uh, matchups, everything, it benefits the team getting points. So right off the bat, with Atlanta last night, uh, divisional opponent, and especially the road divisional dog aspect. This year is, is crazy because, you know, we know with COVID, you have no fans in the stands or, you know, 20% fans in the stands. So as a result, home field advantage is not what it used to be. You know, usually you can set your watch to it, set your clock to it, three points for the home team. But I think in this weird COVID year, you're looking at more like one point, you know, 1.5 points, something very uh, diminished there because you really don't have those hostile environments with fans screaming, going nuts. It's really kind of just a, a practice field type type situation. So it benefits that road team. But Atlanta, road divisional dog, which you love. But also, guys, contrarian heavily bet game. You hear me talk about it all the time. Um, you know, I'm not a handicapper. I follow the market, and I bet based on um, market analysis and historical data, uh, looking at historically profitable situations. And what I, my specialty, what I like to do is ideally <clears throat> line up uh, what's happening in the, in the present with historically profitable things that happened in the past. So the reason why I really liked Atlanta is road divisional dog. Uh, they're also contrarian in a heavily bet game. You know, you had about two-thirds of bets on Carolina as the popular play. Um, and remember, when you're going contrarian, you know, you can't just bet against the public every single game and expect to be a millionaire. You know, that's not going to happen. Contrarian is a philosophy. It's a mindset. It's a foundational aspect. But you got to also layer on uh, some sharp action here. So it's not just about you know, betting against the public because more often than not, the public loses. They bet based on gut instinct and bias and placing yourself on the side of the house because more often, uh, you know, the house always wins. That's the cliche, but it's true. But you also got to have that element of sharp action, letting you know that pros came in, respected money came in. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to uh, my guy, Captain Jack and Matt Metcalf and everyone at Gaming Today, Howard Parrish, because um, they quoted me. They asked me, you know, what do you think, in your opinion, what is a sharp? Uh, and this was an article in Gaming Today. It came out yesterday. Um, so I highly recommend checking it out. It was really cool. And Captain Jack is uh, really awesome. He tweeted it as well. They also had uh, Johnny Avello uh, from DraftKings on. But really my take on what a sharp is, um, it's someone who bets numbers, not teams. Uh, it's someone who has a long track record of success. And by that, I mean 55% win rate up to 60%. Um, has the respect of the books, moves numbers, uh, is betting with their head, not their heart. Uh, many sharps set their own lines, uh, what we call originators. Um, originators are basically people who have their own power ratings and can uh, create their own numbers and then will uh, compare what they have to what the books have and look for discrepancies. So uh, sharps, again, they're not going to win every single time. I think that's the big misconception here. You think uh, sharps, wise guys, they're going to win 100%. No, it's 55%. Um, but that means you always want to be on the side of the sharp money. And remember, sharps move numbers. The public does not move numbers here. Uh, so long story short there is, Atlanta, road divisional dog, historically profitable. Contrarian, heavily bet game. Uh, and then also, line movement. Look at that line movement yesterday, guys. Minus three all the way down to minus one and a half. I think on the pod yesterday, they were minus three down to minus two and a half, maybe even a two. And then when I saw it go to one and a half, I'm like, damn, not only do we cap this game correctly, I think Atlanta might win this one outright. Um, this is the sort of system that's really cash for us all year long. Um, and if the updated stats here, uh, this has been killer for us this year. Short road dogs, plus six or less. They're 28 and 12 ATS. That's 70% uh, covering. You also get road teams with a line move in their favor. So basically the uh, what I've dubbed the COVID road system. Um, and it's funny because some people are now tweeting me that, which is great. Should I should uh, trademark it. But the COVID road system, the line moving toward the road team, 34 and 18 ATS, 65%. Also get primetime dogs. 
16 and 7 ATS, 70%. So all these systems are matching here. Um, we also look at the total last night. Now, the total was interesting. To me, it was under or nothing. It opened at 51. It got down to 49. I thought it was a clear underplay. Then I got a little bit worried because it did get back up, and it ended up rising back up to uh, 52. It closed at most books. Even there, the juice was under minus 120. Um, but that was a weather play. Uh, you guys saw the game. It was rainy. It was windy, 10 miles an hour. Um, and then also I look at uh, divisional unders um, with a little bit of wind. That's another system I look at. Uh, 10 miles an hour more division game. Total stays the same or falls. This one technically rose a point. But um, to me, it was all liability under. That one sailed under. It landed on, uh, what, 42 there, so pretty comfortably. Uh, also got to give a shout-out to all my all my guys and gals who teased that. Uh, the popular teaser there was taking Atlanta plus 1.5 up to plus 7.5 and, and then taking the under and teasing it up uh, under 52 up to 50 or 51.5 at the time, I think, to 57.5. So great hit if you're able to cash those teasers. Remember, uh, and I mentioned this when I went on uh, Rush Hour with Danny Burke, Teasing through key numbers. This is why Atlanta was a really good teaser opportunity because when you can tease Atlanta plus one plus one and a half up to plus seven and a half, what do you do there, guys? You go through two key numbers. You go through the three and you go through the seven, the most common margins of victory there. So remember, when you're teasing, um, always try to go through multiple key numbers. That's that's really, really the important factor there. Um, I did want to uh, update everyone, too, because these systems that have been killing for us, we have a bunch of matches um, coming up for, uh, for this weekend. So... Uh, we'll go through all these games here, um, and I'll update you on everything. But I just want to let you guys know. So the first system uh, that we cashed uh, great on the COVID road move, the line moving toward that road team, the current picks this weekend would be um, Steelers. Uh, so Steelers, they fell 5.5 to 3.5. Um, you also look at the Titans. The line did move in their favor. They opened 4. I think they're up to 5.5, although I did see some buyback there. The, the Saints did, did rise a little bit. Um, uh, the 49ers, I'm digging them four down to three. You also had the Jets, believe it or not. Remember we talked about them, 21 down to 19 and a half. Uh, line move to the Raiders, three down to two. Uh, Vikings are very sharp. We've seen the Vikings go from seven down to six. And the Vikings, they really caught mad because remember we were saying uh, everyone in Green Bay, uh, divisional road dog, Minnesota, uh, off a bye, and it was seven, six and a half, probably back up to seven. But over the last 24 hours since yesterday's pod, the Vikings are back down to six, guys. So that is a very, very sharp, uh, very, very sharp Vikings play there uh, to Minnesota. So those would all be uh, the system matches there. And then looking at the short road dog plus six or less, it would pretty much be all those. Uh, the only one I didn't mention was Patriots. Um, I'm so worried about my Pats. They're just looking god-awful. Uh, but they would be a short road dog and a road uh, division dog as well. Um, but there you have it, guys. Great night last night in the, in, uh, in the NFL, hitting both the under in Atlanta. Uh, college, not so much. Uh, South Alabama, they battled for us. Got, got a great number on that, five and a half. They closed all the way at three and a half. Some even some books are even at three. Uh, they were tied or even leading a lot of that game. They lost by seven. That was annoying. And then I just, I got to say, uh, Colorado State, you're dead to me. Colorado State, sharp as attack, going from a pick em, uh all the way to minus three. You had some buyback on the three. If you did take Fresno plus three, I tipped I tip my cap to you. But they just got absolutely rolled. Sharp as attack play. Um, even getting a point to minus two and a half Colorado State, and they just look god awful. So, uh, Colorado State, you are now uh, you are voted off the island, Colorado State. I gotta say that. Uh, but let's get after it, guys. Big day here, fade the public Friday. Huge weekend ahead. Uh, I gotta let you know. Uh, I woke up this morning and it is snowing. It is blizzard uh, type conditions here out my window in uh, in Massachusetts, in a, a suburb of Boston. So the winter is now here. 
Uh, we got Halloween coming up, uh, so make sure you stay safe. If you go trick-or-treating, wear a mask, be careful. But uh, big weekend ahead. I'm excited about it. Uh, so let's talk about, first off, our college football games for tonight. So three games of college football. Uh, I'll start with the first one, Minnesota and Maryland. So if you look at these two teams here, um, first off, we did, we're did supposed to have Florida International and Marshall. That game got postponed there, so we're down to three games tonight. I think the fact we have three instead of four may benefit us, just fewer games for the public to choose from. Uh, so they'll load up on these these remaining three games here. So first one I'm looking at, uh, Minnesota uh, at Maryland. You look at these two teams here, Big Ten foes. They're both coming off blowout, blowout uh, losses here in their season openers. You saw Minnesota, they got crushed by Michigan 49-24. to uh, they're only a three-point dog in that one, and Michigan absolutely rolled. Um, but Maryland, same sort of thing. They got demolished by Northwestern, 43-3. to uh, Didn't even come close to covering as a 13-point dog there. But the way, look, the, the way that this line opened, uh, Minnesota opened a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. And the public is just saying, run into the window, give me Minnesota. Uh, yeah, they got beat by Michigan, but Michigan's a good team. Maryland lost by 40. Automatically just, you know, hammer, hammer Minnesota. They'll easily win by uh, 21 or more. Uh, but the funny thing here, guys, is we've seen a little bit of sharp movement on Maryland. You know, this line opened 20 and a half. It is now down to 20. Uh, some books even 19 and a half. I think the key number, I, I have seen some sharp moves come in here um, on Maryland at 20. Uh, so that's been a, kind of a, a common theme here. Um, you're seeing, even though the public on Minnesota, the line is falling a little bit to Maryland. Uh, they would also be um, dogs this year in college football. They're 55%. Um, and this would be a conference uh, dog at home, double digit, um, you know, 20 points uh, falling here. So this is one that I would maybe monitor. Let's see if, if we can get to the key number of 21. That would be my my goal here. Um, I don't love this team. To me, this is a value play on Maryland. But I will, I will tell you guys, like last night with South Alabama and Colorado State, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I feel like these weekday games are just like crazy crapshoot. Like I feel like I'm not having good luck winning these weekday college football games. I really do much, much better uh, and do pretty well on Saturdays when everything can settle. We have another day of action. It's just these weird, these weird weekday games in college football. I don't know what it is. It's just you can diagnose a play Sharpers attack South Alabama, Colorado State, and they both lose. And it's just, um, again, it's anecdotal. I, those are absolutely the sharp plays, and sometimes sharp plays lose. But just from doing this a long time, and uh, you know, I always just really, really lean more toward these Saturday games than I do these um, these Friday night games or Thursday night. So just take that for what it's worth. Um, you did see also Minnesota, Maryland, some over money come in. Um, I've seen this total rise from about 59 up to 62. There really shouldn't be any weather issues here. It's a clear night. Um, in, in the Terps with Maryland, it's about five degrees or sorry, five, uh, mile an hour winds, 50 degrees clear, you know, no, no issues whatsoever. Um, so if you do want to sweat over that, that line did rise and we do have overs this year in college, they're about 53% overall. Uh, next one, East Carolina and Tulsa. Now I did see, uh, more sharp action here on this one. This is East Carolina getting some good money here. So this one what we're looking at here, um, this is an American conference showdown on paper. It looks like just hammer Tulsa at home. Um, you know, East Carolina, they lost three of their four games. They just fell the Navy 27-23. That's a tough beat there. They were three-and-a-half-point dog and lost by four. Uh, we also look at um, the flip side, Tulsa. They've won two straight. They just crushed South Florida 42-13, to easily covered the 12-point favorite line there. Um, and then the public also remembers Tulsa. I think we had them week one because they hung tough against Oklahoma State. They lost 16-7, to but they were 24-point dog there. So I think the public still remembers 
uh, Tulsa as kind of a hanging tough with a good team. But this is interest, interesting to me because Tulsa opened, um, you look at this line here, they open as a 18-point uh, favorite at home. And even though two-thirds of bets are on Tulsa, this line has fallen to 17. I'm seeing some 16 and a halfs. Uh, 17 is kind of a key number, not really, but, you know, two touchdowns and a field goal. So I would I would really look for a 17 there. I think that's the number that I've seen a lot of uh, smart money come in on. Uh, but really, you know, Sharps have hit um, ECU really from the start here. Uh, some looks are even 18 and a half opener. So 18 and a half, 18, 17 and a half, 17. Um, I actually did see one move 16 and a half, but I think you can shop for the best line and make sure you have access to, you know, to multiple sports books here and try to get the best number um, because uh, because you can get a 17 out there. It is available. So East Carolina will match some systems for me. Conference road dog double digit with a line move in their favor. That's kind of a grinder system. Um, so pretty good, uh, pretty good sharp move there toward ECU. So I'm keeping my eye on ECU. Uh, but all of these breakdowns I'm giving you today, guys, Minnesota, Maryland, East Carolina, Tulsa. If you're unsure, if you want to lay off, I totally get it. This is what I would call the play of the night, Wyoming. All the way up in Laramie, Wyoming. This this is my favorite play of the night. This is, in my opinion, the sharpest play of the night. Uh, Wyoming, baby. So what are we looking at here? This is Mountain West. So late night Mountain West showdown tonight. Um, sharpest move of the triple header. Uh, Hawaii is 1-0. They're coming off a 34-19 win over Fresno State, um, who won outright. Uh, and and uh, Hawaii won outright as a three-point dog there. So they were a dog, one outright. Conversely, Wyoming. They lost their preseason, their season opener, 37-34 shootout to Nevada. They are a three-point favorite. So look at the look at what you know. Reading between the lines, this is an, a, a perfect buy low, sell high. Hawaii off a win in which they won outright as a dog against Wyoming off a loss in which they lost outright as a favorite. So think of it this way as well. You know, anyone who um, you know bet against Hawaii lost last week, bet on them won, and then flip it the other way. Anyone who Bet on Wyoming uh, is mad at them because they lost them money. Bet against them, they catch. So all the public influence here is take take uh, Hawaii off a win versus Wyoming off a loss. However, tickets are pretty much split in this game. Um, Hawaii is getting a little bit of a slight majority here of bets, but yet we've seen a massive line move here toward Wyoming. So you've seen Wyoming, uh, they open as a one-and-a-half-point dog or a two-point dog. The line is now completely flipped to Wyoming minus one or minus one-and-a-half. So this would be our classic dog to favorite system. And remember, dog to favorite system, you know, it takes, even though you're going through zero, it takes big respected money in order to flip uh, a dog to a favorite. Uh, so that, that, to me, dog to favorite, that's just like someone showed me that system a very long time ago when I was growing up in the ranks of uh, sports analytics at my, my first job, Sports Insights. And, and I just, it always stuck with me. Dog to favorite always jumps out at me. So I would match on Wyoming here. Um, this is also at home. You're dealing with a little bit of weather. It's going to be cold. It's going to be 40 degrees. It's going to be about uh, 10 to 15 mile an hour winds, and winds are going to pick up throughout the game. And I, I think to me, uh, what you're looking at here, and the totals kind of stayed the same. It's 59. It slightly went up a little bit to 60-ish. Uh, Public's on the over. I still have wind systems under. To me, it's kind of a layoff. But I do have good some good stuff on Wyoming unders when it's windy. But to me, this is my favorite play of the night, Wyoming on the money line. So, you know, the way this line opened, Hawaii minus two, minus one and a half. It's now flipped to Wyoming minus one, minus one and a half. Basically, what odds makers are telling you is it's a close game. It's going to be a very, very close game. So I don't want to lay a minus one, have Wyoming win by one, and I push. 
I don't want to lay a minus one and a half on Wyoming, have Wyoming win by one, I lose. So I, I'm going money line here. Um, if you shop around, you can get a pretty good number. Um, I think I got them at minus 115. So you're really just paying slightly you know, juice, you know, regular juice there, if you, like you would on a spread or a total. Uh, but Wyoming win the damn game at home, sharp line move, buy low, sell high, uh, off a loss versus Hawaii, off a good win. So uh, if we're, I know you guys are going to be staying up late, sweating, uh, sweating a little Mountain West late night action, but uh, go Wyoming. Uh, but there you have it, guys, uh, finishing up the first half of the pod. Recapping last night and then also looking toward our games tonight. To me, for making one play, it's Wyoming on the money line. Uh, but we will be right back. We're going to take a very, very short break. And when we return, we'll finish up the pod uh, with a little homework sesh, last-minute homework sesh going toward uh, tomorrow for a big college football Saturday and a big NFL Sunday. So stick with us for the second half of the pod, and we'll update you on sharp lines for this weekend. Uh, I'll be right back with the second half of the Visa Market Insights podcast with me, your host, your buddy, the guy you sweat games with, Josh Applebaum. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everyone, thank you for sticking around. Let's finish strong here on a uh, on a Fade the Public Friday. Again, only three games college tonight, uh, but to me, this is a good, uh, good calm before the storm before we have a huge weekend here uh, of college and pro football. So let's flip it over to the NFL because uh, uh, I'm loving the NFL. Uh, we're, we're reading the, the market, I think, very well here. We're being very clear with, with what we're seeing. So what I'm looking at uh, for this weekend, just to update you guys on everything, uh, number one, what I wanted to mention, and I mentioned this uh, with Danny Burke um, after I went on with uh, Brent Musburger, and he he agreed here, is that keep an eye out if you're betting uh, the NFL this weekend, which I know you are. Uh, why would I even ask that? <laughs> but wind is going to be a massive factor this weekend. We have Hurricane Zeta going through the country. Uh, wind is, is a huge issue here. Weather uh, overall, I'm seeing, to be honest with you, I'm seeing more games with weather and wind than I'm seeing uh, not. And we really don't have any many dome games either. Detroit, but that you know that's pretty much it. I think that's the only one really. Um, yeah, I think that's it actually. But uh, wind is a huge factor. Remember, wind is what can really benefit an under. Uh, so here are five games that I wanted to mention to you. We'll talk about the spreads in a minute. But Minnesota Green Bay. Uh, this one is crazy with wind. This is going to be 20 miles an hour or more at Lambeau. Uh, it's also going to be very cold, about 38 degrees. Uh, but this actually 25 mile an hour winds. We saw this uh, total fall 55 down to 50 and a half. So I'll be divisional under windy under. So wind in Lambeau benefiting the under. New England and Buffalo. This is another huge line fall here. Uh, 46 down to 41. Uh, New England Buffalo. We're looking uh, up in Buffalo about 20 miles an hour of wind. So crazy wind here. You also may have some rain as well. That's also a line drop. Uh, Tennessee and Cincinnati. This one's falling 55 and a half to 51 and a half, and that's going to be about 17 miles an hour of wind, and uh, that's something to keep an eye on as well. Las Vegas and Cleveland, uh, that's another uh, windy spot here, and we have about 25 miles an hour of wind. You also have Bill Vinovich, good under ref there, um, and that under's been getting hammered, 55 and a half down to 50 and a half. Uh, also looking at New Orleans, Chicago, of course the Windy City. What would it be a windy day without the Windy City? Uh, but New Orleans, Chicago opened 45 and a half. It's now 43 and a half. And you're looking at about 20 miles an hour of wind there. And actually, Tony Carrenti is the lead ref in Chicago. And he's really good to the under 57%. So on the one hand, it's like, boom, super windy games. Look toward the under. The other hand is, you know, a lot of these numbers have moved a lot. So you worry about it a little bit. Uh, possibly some, some teases up here. Uh, remember last night what we did, um, a few of us here with that game uh, in Carolina. You could tease the 51.5 up to 57.5, take the under, that sort of thing. 
So keep an eye out with that, but just one common theme to look for this weekend is weather. It can really, really benefit your, your total plays. Uh, but now talking spreads, uh, Indiana, Detroit, still like in Detroit here, uh, plus three. All liability all week to me has been on Detroit. Uh, open three, still three, somewhere two and a half up to three. Uh, but now all it's either two and a half or every single three is juiced up minus 115, minus 120 to Detroit. So Detroit matches a short, uh, short home dog, uh, liability, um, uh, you know, low ticket count contrarian. So I'm going uh, Detroit there plus three. Minnesota sharp as a damn tack. This is gross. Green Bay has hurt me a lot this year, uh, but Minnesota is the play. You can probably get a six and a half there. It's down to six. I would hold out. Maybe it creeps back up to six and a half, but that was a road division dog. Uh, system match, COVID road moves, keep an eye on Minnesota. Uh, New England and Buffalo, uh, my Patriots are god-awful. They look terrible. I miss Tom Brady, um, and we have no quarterback play uh, whatsoever. Uh, but New England opened minus four, got down to three and a half. They're back in four. Windy under, obviously, but Patriots will be road division dog with the line freeze. So Pats plus four, I'm keeping an eye on. Did see a lot of buyback on Cincinnati. If you get Cincinnati at six, Cincinnati plus six, I think that's going to be a play for me. It opened minus four. Tennessee got steamed up to six. A lot of these books are now falling down to five and a half. Um, but that would be a, a, a con really contrarian play. They're only getting about a third of bets, and that would be a uh, kind of buying low there uh, off a big inflated line opportunity. And our guy Joey covers Joe Burrow. Maybe they're down, uh, you know, maybe they're down twelve late, and he scores a touchdown and covers that kind of thing. Still digging Vegas. Um, uh, our guy Brent Musburger liked Vegas in this one. They opened plus three. They're down to two and a half. Sharp line move. Short road dog in that one. Uh, the Jets are god awful. If you don't want to play them, I get it, but they're contrarian on the road, 20, uh, 21 down to 19 and a half. I still think you should hold it out. You know, hold out, wait, maybe it gets back up a little bit. Uh, really liking Miami, contrarian, uh, open Rams, three and a half, got up to four and a half. Then a lot of money came in, Miami plus four and a half. Go Tua. Uh, also an awful scheduling spot if you're a Rams fan. Short week versus a team off a of bye. Uh, so that's a big benefit to Miami. Uh, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. This worries me um, because it is a little bit of a public play, but it's also very sharp. So that's what I'm hanging my hat on. I still like Pittsburgh. Uh, five and a half down to three and a half. It, it's now back up a little bit to four. You had a little buyback on Baltimore, minus three and a half. But Pittsburgh getting four uh, on the road, divisional road dog, um, short road dog system, all those matches there. Uh, Skimmy Pittsburgh in the points. Um, Denver, I love Denver, and I actually grabbed them three and a half. I'm happy, but it's off the board. You had a positive COVID test there. Once that comes back, if you can get a three or a three and a half, Denver is a uh, contrarian home divisional dog. Uh, let's keep an eye on that one. Uh, Chicago Bears, I'm looking to buy low on the Bears at five. Uh, this line open with New Orleans uh, around a three-point favorite, two-and-a-half-point favorite even. It's all the way up to, uh, to five. A lot of books at five got back down to four-and-a-half. You may see some fives out there still. I would love a five-and-a-half. Um, but if I can't get it, I'll grab Chicago plus five. And again, that's buy low, sell high. New Orleans off a couple wins. Chicago off a primetime loss. I like buying low there with Chicago. Uh, still thinking San Fran. I know everyone's saying, give me Russell Wilson off a loss, easy cover. But this is a divisional game. This is a road divisional dog. This is a short road dog. This is a road COVID move. Uh, so give me Jimmy G, who covers uh, very well as a as a, uh, as a a dog. Jimmy G in his career. He's 2-0 ATS this year, 11-3 ATS in his career. Um, so I like that spot with San Fran getting three. And all liability there has been plus three, minus 115 towards San Fran. May even get to two and a half. You never know. Oh, this one, the next two really, really disgust me. Dallas, Philly. Um, ben Naducci, our guy from JMU, our fourth president there, James Madison. Um, he will start in this game. 
So Philly was seven and a half. They're now they're now nine and a half. They may even get to ten. If it gets to Dallas plus ten, I'd be intrigued. But man, I don't really want to touch this game. Dallas is prime time contrarian, divisional dog, all that type of jazz. But uh, man, quarterback play that's going to be a tough one there. Um, maybe looking toward the under a little bit. Uh, it's going to be about fifteen miles an hour wind in Philly. Um, then Tampa Bay uh, G men. I was all over the G men. The line get up to ten to twelve and a half. It's actually off the board at some shops. This one is crazy to me because all my data in a, in a regular year would be Giants here. But I saw a thing where um, Will Hernandez and I think five of the offensive linemen for the Giants, not that they all tested positive, but Hernandez tested positive and the five linemen are not quarantined. This happened last week. Talk about getting catching breaks, Tampa Bay. I mean, Jesus, everything Tom Brady touches turns to gold. Last week, you, you went into Vegas and all their guys get covid now you go to the Giants, and now all them, all those guys get COVID. So Brady, if, you know, the old man still gets every break. Um, but that worries me. And, again, we saw what happened last week's offensive line where uh, Tampa just rolled there, and it looks like the same with the Giants. So that's going to be a wait and see. Uh, we'll do the pod again on Monday, so I'll update you on that. Uh, but it is off the board at some shops, so that caught my eye. Uh, now also looking uh, toward college football this weekend. So I uh, just want to talk about a few plays that have really caught my eye. Uh, coming up here, and again, to me, the board really crystallizes uh, when I when I kind of uh, write the newsletter Friday night, wake up Saturday morning. That's when a lot of these big moves come in here. But one that I did see, uh, UTSA, they're at Florida Atlantic. Pretty sharp move here toward UTSA. Um, Texas San Antonio, they open as a six and a half point dog. They're down to five. So even uh, and this is a low bet game. This is like public doesn't even care about this UTSA Florida Atlantic. But sharps have really identified UTSA getting the points here. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, one of my favorite plays, possibly my favorite play of the week, uh, West Virginia. Those old Mountaineers. The Shenandoah River. Take me home, country roads. This I love this because this is an unranked team who opened as a favorite and yet became more of a favorite. Public is all over K-State. And remember, anytime you see an unranked team open as a favorite, that's an automatic trap spot to bet that dog. Uh, so West Virginia, even though they're unranked, three and a half up to four, uh, even though everyone's betting K-State, sharp as attack. Take me home, country roads. That's all I got to say. Um, Boston College, Clemson. I forgot to mention this, but uh, obviously you had huge news yesterday where um, best player in college football, um, you know, <laughs> obviously uh, ridiculous here with Trevor Lawrence testing positive for COVID. This was a crazy line move. I don't want to touch this now. Uh, Clemson was originally minus 32 at Boston College, or sorry, versus Boston College. The line's now down to 24 with Trevor Lawrence out. Probably whoever they plug in there will be just fine, but. Uh, the total did fall 61 down to 56. I just want nothing to do with that game. Uh, hope Lawrence is okay. Um, we, we did see some positives across college, so uh, hopefully we can we can tamp that down and uh, not have to deal with that anymore. Uh, keep cruising, though. Coastal and Georgia State. Seeing a little value on uh, Georgia State at home. It opened minus three Coastal. It's down to two and a half. So you did see a little bit of a sharp move there in favor of uh, Georgia State at home. Uh, keep on cruising. A couple more here. We did see Purdue become a little more of a favorite. Some of these books are at seven and a half. They open at uh, seven-ish toward Purdue against Illinois. Temple Tulane. You saw a line move to Tulane. They opened, depending on where, excuse me, where you're looking, three and a half up to four. It didn't really, you know, grab me too much there to be honest with you. Um, but a couple that did catch my eye. Uh, Rice is sharp as attack. We've been hitting on Rice. Um, kind of all week, but they're at Southern Miss. Southern Miss open minus three. The line is now down to one and a half. It's a very sharp move. Road dog to Rice. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. Ridiculous total. 
Central Florida, Houston, line open 79. Ridiculous. That's like a first half college, you know, first half uh, college basketball total. Um, but that is uh, now up to 82 and a half. Two teams that score a ton. It's not a huge public over, but pros continue to hit that uh, that over. So maybe you get a 45-42 game in that one. Uh, Troy, Arkansas State. Saw a little bit of line move to Troy. They're on the road. Uh, they went from plus three and a half to plus two and a half. Um, so line move toward Troy. Indiana Rutgers. I'm still digging Rutgers. They're plus 12. Uh, they got the 10 and a half. They're back up a little bit, 11 and a half. Uh, but they match a bunch of systems for me. Uh, conference dog, uh, unranked versus ranked. And uh, you still have some RLM with public on Indiana at minus falling. Still looking at Northwestern. Take account split. But I will open minus three. They're down to two and a half. So it looks to me like a little, little bit of liability on Northwestern. Um, also looking UAB. UAB's been getting hammered. Minus 9.5 up to minus 12. Um, Texas and OK State. Uh, looks like a little bit of a move to OK State. They open 3.5. Actually, flip that. A little bit to Texas here. Sorry, guys. I read that wrong. That opened OK State minus 4. The line's now down to 3.5. Uh, even though majority here is on OK State. So maybe Texas keeps it close. The hook could be big there. Wait to see if you see Texas fall to three. That's going to be big. Uh, Mississippi Vandy, two awful teams here. Everyone's saying, give me Mississippi because Vandy's terrible. Um, I think they've lost two straight games, 41-7. to seven, But very sharp move to Vandy. Uh, Vandy fell 18 down to 16.5. So big points there with Vandy. Can they lose by 16? Can they lose by 14? Uh, some good value there on Vanderbilt. Uh, huge move to Boise. Uh, Boise opened, actually, not a huge move. I'm seeing some books open at 10, but I think it was more 13. But Boise is now up to minus 14. Uh, Charlotte on the road, plus 11 to 9.5 at Duke. Sharp line move in their favor. Um, also have seen Navy. Navy's getting hit, guys. I don't think I mentioned this before, but Navy is at SMU. SMU opened minus 14. Line's now down to 12.5. So some pro money is coming in there on Navy, and that's a low-bet game, so it tells me it's mostly pros there. Uh, Arkansas and Texas A&M. Texas A&M, uh, decent move here. They're like minus 10, minus 11, up to 12.5. You may see this line come back a little bit um, in Arkansas. Uh, I think 12.5, maybe getting a little bit of money coming in late. Uh, Missouri and Florida. Florida's coming back after they were off with all those COVID tests, but uh, Florida open minus 12.5, minus 13. Everyone's betting them, but yet the line has stayed the same or even fallen a little bit to 12. Some looks like 13 and a half down to 12. So Missouri uh, would match as a conference uh, road dog unranked versus ranked system. Keep an eye on Missouri. Um, also, keep an eye on Virginia. Uh, North Carolina open minus seven. They've kind of stayed where they're at, six and a half, seven. Um, looking at Virginia possibly plus seven at home. Buy low opportunity. That's kind of catching my eye a little bit. Uh, and then last one, uh, Nevada UNLV. Seen a big move here to Nevada. Um, this line open, depending on where you're looking, somewhere like 10, but probably more like 13 up to 14. Um, also BYU, maybe they roll over Western Kentucky. It was 28 and a half up to 30 and a half uh, late game BYU play. So um, that's just kind of what we're seeing today, guys. Again, the way I like to look at the, this board is, you know, look at look at all the games on your odds page, have a notebook, write down some games that catch your eye, and then see how they develop because – the thing with football is it's such a huge market that it's much clearer uh, to see where kind of these sharp moves are. Um, to me, what we want to do with college is really have these lines, you know, in the back of our head, but then really tomorrow morning, what do we see leading up to game time? That's when you see big, big moves come in. That's when it can really be, uh, really be valuable to us. So uh, there you have it, guys, flying through the board. Um, we did it.
Uh, another great week, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we grind. This is what we do. Uh, so I got a question for you. I got one question. Um, when you walk into the bar, when you walk into Stadium Swim uh, at Circa or whatever sports book you're at or your or your local, uh, you know, Applebee's or Chili's or wherever you go uh, with, with the significant other or your friends or whoever, and everyone at the bar is wearing a Christian McCaffrey jersey, sweating, going crazy for the Carolina Panthers, you're just going to quietly smile. You're going to hold on to your Atlanta Falcons ticket. You're going to hold on to your under ticket. You're going to hold on to your Falcons and T's under ticket, and you're just going to smile. You know, let the public do their thing. Uh, great hit there with Atlanta. ATL, baby. They did not blow it, thank God. Uh, one request, one small request, guys. If you are enjoying the pod, if you're making money, if you're making smarter bets, uh, if you're learning to read the market better and, and stack a little bit of dough, and you want to make my day, you want to make me happy, there's one thing you can do. Buy my book. It's called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It's got everything that I've learned working in the industry for over a decade now, uh, especially if you're a new better, if you're in Tennessee, and you're about to go live on Monday. Uh, Virginia is going to go live pretty soon as well. So uh, we got such a, um, a new phenomenon here with sports betting legalization spreading. And if you need a leg up, or you got a friend or a family member, or you want to give it as a gift for the holidays, it would really, really mean a lot to me. So uh, buy my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. But have an excellent day, guys. Have a great weekend. Uh, be safe. Be smart. Uh, wear your mask, uh, whether it's a Halloween costume or not. And I uh, hope you have a great weekend. So I'll see you guys on the Lombardi line, and, uh, and keep grinding, as always. So whether it is the Borgata in Atlantic City, or maybe it's Twin River in Rhode Island, or the Brook in New Hampshire, about 20 minutes north of me. If I gotta go through those blizzard, uh, blizzard conditions in Massachusetts right now, or maybe it's the South Point, the good old South Point uh, in Vegas, or maybe the new Circa, beautiful Circa. Derek Stevens did a great job there. Wherever it may be, walk up to the window, show me your Atlanta Falcons ticket, and guess what? First beer is on me. Have a great weekend, guys. Good luck. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house, and always keep grinding. I'll see you guys on Lombardi Line. If not, I'll see you on Monday. Good luck, guys. Have a great weekend. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters 
every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.